Welcome back to Trust the Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Jack, with Justin Martinez. Thank you again for joining us this week. Um, as always, first and foremost, we'd like to thank you for your time, as it is the most valuable gift you can ever give. And we are so appreciative of that. Um, if you don't already, please um, click the subscribe button if you are on Apple Podcasts or leave a comment. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at TTV Podcast. Um, you can also email us if there's something that you want to talk about or if you are interested in being on the podcast at TTVTapIn at gmail.com. Um, with that being said, oh, your, feedback, about... your, your feedback is greatly appreciated. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Always. Verbal feedback, email feedback on the Facebook page if you guys want to or just on our personal pages. We want to hear from you. This is specifically for you as a listener but also um we want to have that open dialogue and that conversation with our listeners there we go all right Jackie how was your week uh so the week was the week was good um I'll be honest I'm I kind of fell off on a lot of my stuff um goal wise like I haven't Mm. worked out um and now that I'm getting sick I'm like pre-planning an excuse like I don't want to work out I'm so sick mm. I'm gonna be sick um that's why my voice sounds like this but um I I walked home yesterday from work so I got mm. in like almost a mile and a half right uh, which probably didn't help my sick thing but um I'm, I think after we're done here I'm gonna take the dog out for a walk I'm gonna try to get in my goal for this week will be two miles a day um, so I'm hey. saying that out loud. Everybody's heard it. So we can talk about it on Monday next week. And I can tell right. you that I really did get those two miles in. I see you. I didn't work <laughs> out this week either. Uh, it was really busy. The The week flew by. When I got here to Sacramento and got with the family, it's like there's always something that's going. It's bang, 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 bang every day. And uh, yeah, I kind of left my routine back at home in San Francisco but you know not taking it too hard on myself about that because there are a lot of things that I'm grateful for that I was able to um, engage with while I was here it's quality time family time good talks really mm-hmm. good talks with uh, each of my family members one-on-one you got to kind of catch them when they're when they're on their own and uh-huh. dive in deep as deep as you can with them so I'm very thankful for that. And I actually got some uh, good news yesterday on an email. Um, I've been waiting to hear back from this internship, the Willie L. Brown Fellowship um, at school. It's a paid internship next semester, which is my last semester at SF State before I graduate with my bachelor's in psychology. That is so um, dope. Right. They congratulated me and accepted me into the fellowship they accept 11 of us and they sent me the email yesterday and I was super stoked about that because I've been waiting for this I get to work in the public sector with politicians and senators and policymakers, and like these big people that are are 
impacting society in a huge way. And I get to shadow them and intern with them next semester, which is super exciting. And Willie Brown is, um, he's one of the old mayors of San Francisco. And he created this program for the fellowship for any disadvantaged college students. If you are first generation, if you've been incarcerated or if you're been in foster care or homeless, or anything that has made it an obstacle for you to go to college, he created a program for you, a fellowship, an internship, to work in the public sector and build your professional network. So I applied for it, I qualified for it, and they congratulated me yesterday. So then in this uh, internship that you'll be doing, like, do you know exactly what you'll be doing or are you going to be like hands-on doing pushing paperwork or what is it going to look like for you? Yeah, it could look like that. Um, they don't, you don't exactly get to choose where you go in the sector, but they, you give them an idea when I did the interview, I told them I wanted to work with juvenile delinquents or at risk youth community, the youth commission or the children, family, <clears throat> the children and family commission also like mm-hmm. working with children after school programs coping mechanisms uh putting putting uh, uh programs in play for like after school programs example playing football or baseball or sports or something that i've had experience with that i can kind of get hands on with on top of like motivational speaking and uh community outreach going to the high schools and presenting the model of the program that I'm in at state, letting other kids know that there's opportunities and services for them at the next level once they graduate high school. What Um, an amazing, what an amazing opportunity. I think that you have, I I think, I just think about how much you've overcome, but also mm, how, how much you've had your nose to the grind. mm. Um, and that you're going to be able to like, in, in, in all positive senses, like say, you're going to be able to inflict that on people. You're going to be able to be a living and breathing example for some of these children Mm. that you'll come into contact Mm. with. Right. Right. It's leverage that I've had to gain. You know, I want to gain that leverage so that they could see it firsthand and that there's no excuses on the table. It's, it's, it's up to you and the the help is there and the programming is there. You just got to learn how to be vulnerable. Like we've talked about, learn Mm -hmm. how to ask for help and, and receive your blessings. Like there's people that want to help you. There's people that, that want to help you get out of that, that, uh, that dis, that disrepresent or that unrepresented uh, society. They want to help you. Right, the march. Go wherever you want to go. Exactly. Yeah, they want to help you wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do. I'm extremely thankful for the opportunity. It's going to change my life for sure. For sure, and you're going to change a lot of lives too, which is even more exciting. That's all. That's all I'm here for. I'm here to serve. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, how was your? So, speaking of gratefulness, how was your Thanksgiving with your family? Um. Yeah. Did you eat too much? Right. Of course I did. Of course I did. <laughs> no working out and eating too much. It's bulk season. <laughs> right. It's bulk season. So yeah, you know, it was um nothing goes according to plan. It's so it's so wild that um 
you you try to plan out this time with your family. All right, we're going to do this and we're going to sit down and eat at this time. And it doesn't ever work out that way in my experience. But no, that's I, pretty accurate for most families. <laughs> I, I, would, I would like to think so. Especially but, uh, if you're like over a family of maybe three. Like mm. if you are just mom, dad, and one child, maybe that does work out. Like, right. you know, you guys are able to make it, you know, on time with each other all the time doing the things that you said you're going to do. But mm. I know that culturally yeah. speaking, we don't have it in our DNA as Filipinos. Mm. Just don't, <laughs> we don't have it in our DNA to be on time. Um, right. But also it's a routine. Yeah. Like there's so many of us that us all being in the same place at the same time, like togetherness for the entire time we had planned. That's mm. it, it's almost, it sounds great, but it sounds also almost obscene. Oh yeah, because can... because like no one there, there's I have a particular cousin and if she's listening, um no shade there she hates when people talk about how late she is, <clears throat> but um she's like the latest we were teasing her on Thanksgiving like you always late to show up but how are you late to leave like you're yeah. <laughs> that's how late she is like she called it's me supposed to be gone an hour ago right she'll say goodbye to you like six <laughs> times before she actually leaves. And which is great because, you know, that's that connection, that family. You're just like, I I have to go, but I don't want to go. Right. Um, we were talking about it because I was teasing her. She calls me around like, oh, she called me around like one maybe on Thanksgiving mm. and was like, yo, don't be late to your mom's house. I want to get there when you get there. Just come on. And I was like, yeah, D. Oh, oh yeah, I will be like, I got to get the kids ready and you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, mm-hmm. just come on. Just don't be hecka late. Like, be there at like 435. Mind you, my mother said that dinner started out five. Mm. Daniela did not show up till 730. And I like, was hella teasing her. I was like, the food is gone. The food is gone at 730, right, like, Daniela. <laughs> like, there's no more food. Sorry. Like, you know, we always tease her about it. And she gets all but hurt, but. I mean, that's I. That's also part of the quirk. So, like, you're right. Nothing ever goes... Uh, nothing is ever planned when it comes to right. our families as far as getting together. We see each other and we spend time together, but it's never what we often, like, plan it to look like. Yeah, yeah. One thing I did plan over this break before I got out here, I knew that I wanted to sit and have dinner with my foster parents for oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. How did that go? Um, like a yeah, it went great. Um, they weren't there. The parent, my parents weren't there. The foster parents weren't there. Um, because my foster sisters, their daughters, uh, Tanya and Sonia, they had dinner at Tanya's house, and oh. yeah, Tanya has just found out recently that her cancer has been spreading, mm. so it became even more significant to spend quality time with them and sit down and share meals like we used to. And it was great. So Tanya and Sonia were there and the kids were there, Alyssa and Tori and Mo. But Bellin was sick and she couldn't be around Tanya because that could trigger anything. Tanya could get really sick. Right. Not, not good. Right. But so, yeah, I talked to, I talked to Bellin on the phone and, you know, she was sad that she wasn't able to make it. And I was pretty sad that I wasn't able to see her, but I gave thanks to her and, and I had conver- a conversation with her and told her just how thankful I am 
for everything that she's done for me and my family and how that impacted me and how that's, you know, pointed my life in this direction where I am now. It's, it's so crazy how that one thing, that one experience can set your life on a whole different path and manifest new and deeper meanings from coming from like an, an adversity experience. Right. You know, something that was was truly traumatic for me and my siblings, and my my parents too. Right. But back to dinner, it was great. We had that ah, was the best food. And and Tanya and Sonia, they cook, and they they cook from Bellin's experience. Bellin taught them how to cook, and Bellin used to cook the best food. Like we used to eat really good over there. And um, what kind yeah, of food it was did you guys just. Have? <laughs> we had turkey we had turkey <laughs> but it was tender turkey it was just like and the stuffing was all in the turkey and you take the stuffing out and that's like on the side you have really good stuffing uh we had garlic <laughs> just um, over here chilling <laughs> at the mouth excuse me excuse me <laughs> we had asparagus garlic asparagus garlic and pepper or parmesan oh, cheese I asparagus saw that. I did see your mm. spread, and it looked really yeah. good. Yeah. It did look butter, really good. I was butter, thinking to myself, like, Mom, biscuits. why we didn't have no vegetables? I know, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Man, butter biscuits and mashed potatoes and gravy was just, it was delicious. I literally sat there and enjoyed every bite. And um, it was the most gratitude I felt all year really it was like a it was like a year or a day to sit down and reflect on the whole year and everything that's happened throughout the year and it was just it's one of my favorite holidays to just sit and hold that moment together and I feel like the whole entire world whoever celebrates Thanksgiving it's like pausing time for a minute because we're all not working we're all eating it's very predictable we're all posting about our food or we're watching football or we're drinking wine and we're hanging out and we're taking family pictures like everyone's doing the same types of things around this time and it just felt like time was frozen it was really really um it was really special thank you i think that um it also too is because thanksgiving is on a thursday it kind of gives mm. that, it, it does give that feel because you are, you're taken out of like your regular scheduled programming to do this thing that you normally don't do. I mean, some mm. families, don't get me wrong, do the normal get together, have a dinner, like Sunday dinner. My family used to do it. Like my girl's grandparents, we used to do soul food Sundays, which I miss. And I know that Papa is listening right now. So mm. um, we should do mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> but I like it was it it was like a um it was a stray from the normal programming to be with people your loved ones and and just talk about like kind of like how we do here on the podcast like talk about our week and talk about our successes and the things that we struggled with this week just to be together and to know yeah. each other and to have each other and, and and create also that experience specifically for the children for my kids um that they're for you know sure. they're having that same experience every week or once a month whatever it was that we would do so um you said something what did you say you said um oh you said that everybody's off work and I just want to acknowledge this because Mm -hmm. for the longest time and I think that you can relate in some time in your life 
But for the longest time, I did not get Thanksgiving off. Like, I worked retail. And then... um, Black Friday. Yeah, and then Black Friday. And um, being specifically those individuals who are in the service industry and retail that don't get the holiday off, like, and if you're one of those people and you're listening, I just want to, from a personal experience, because I've only gotten... I've only gotten Thanksgiving off probably within the last two years when I got Mm. promoted to a new department. I used to work in a 24 hour service call center, right? which means on Thanksgiving, they'd be open and I'd be working like the sucky part is I worked at nighttime. So I would be working six 30 to 3 AM. So I wasn't even like, I couldn't even do dinner with my family mm-hmm. because I had to be at work. So um, if Damn. you're one of those people listening, uh, so much love and gratitude for the sacrifices that you make. I mean, it, it, a lot of people take you for granted or say, get a better job, but you know, that is your job. And without able to participate in things like black Friday, I personally don't, but for those that are so happy and so ecstatic to do that, like thanks to you that you're able yeah. to, or you're willing to, or that you do. Mm. Some people are not willing to work on Thanksgiving, but they do anyways because they have to pay bills. And I think right. that's a huge thing to acknowledge. Yeah, um, they're a huge part of it all. Yeah, a huge part of a huge part of you know the Thanksgiving culture too, because the Black Friday is such a huge thing, which is is sad in some ways. I mean, everybody mm. loves a good sale, um, but it's really sad because it's like, you know, five o'clock Thanksgiving night when dinner is supposed to be starting. Everybody's like, let's go get a TV. Um, right. And I mean, for some some families, it's a blessing because they're able to buy a TV that they weren't able to buy the rest of the year. I'm not yeah. knocking you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you said like, you know, you've you have so much gratitude and that's really what kind of ties this all into um, the episode for this week is that living in the moment of gratitude. Um, mm-hmm. And we discussed mm-hmm. this prior to hopping on the podcast, but I, uh, this Thanksgiving, um, on Thanksgiving morning, I got some like really terrible news about uh, people in my life that I work with that mm. are experiencing some ridiculous life changes, like unreal life changes. Right. And I won't go into depth necessarily because it's not my story to tell, but also like um, for the privacy of those um, that are currently going through it, it's not, I don't want to, that's not something that I want to share. But what I'm, what I got at was uh, things can change in like the split second, like every moment, something can change that can literally change the course of your life. And you don't know it always. You don't, you really don't know it. Sometimes it's like your life is changed in that moment and you don't feel any different, but a year down the line, you're going to remember that moment and be like, dang, that's when it happened. Um, right. And I think that from the first of November all the way up into specifically this year, the 28th um, or half of the 28th because of Black Friday, let's be real. Like people talk about what they're thankful for. They talk about how much gratitude they have for the things that they have and the people that they have and the situation that they're in. But, you know, October mm. 1st, to October 31st, that's not something we talk about. Like mm. schools are not practicing with children. And I, this is coming from my personal experience yeah. with my children. Right. 
Right. My children come home with like five finger turkeys with things that they're, you know, and on the leaves, it says like, I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for. But in the middle of May, we don't talk about thankfulness. Right. And um, you're caught up, you get lost in the sauce, you know? Yeah, for sure. Life, life starts moving really fast and it's hard to, to stop and count up your blessings. And I try to do it. I try to do it as often as possible. I do these uh, talks sometimes or I do selfless Sundays or selfish Sundays where you're just like taking time for yourself and you're being thankful and counting up the blessings of just the breath in your lungs. You know, for example, every breath that you take, just being thankful in that moment and then giving it back to other people, you know, recharging yourself and giving that all back to your community or to your loved ones, to your friends, whatever wherever you're, whoever you're around, um, every moment is special or it has some kind of special um, aspect or factor in it. We just gotta, we gotta slow down. Mm-hmm. Life is moving so fast. It really is, you know, especially as you get older, you know, it's, um, there's nothing you could do. Days are just turning like pages in a book. So you got to just take that moment to express yourself in gratitude, express yourself in gratitude whenever you have that time. And a lot of people that I talk to, a lot of mentors that I talk to, they do it first thing in the morning. They have like their daily, they have their daily practice and they do five minutes or they do a 20 minute segment, five minutes um, for just self-talk, self-reflection or self-gratitude and then um, maybe exercising for a second or, or like, doing a breathing or meditation or something, anything. Right. That, or like uh, affirmations. Yeah, I know that I, I personally do affirmations where like, I'll, there are certain things that I want to speak into existence. And then there's also mm-hmm. things like I want to, I, I want to constantly live in that place of gratitude, like going forward as of today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, forever. I want to, live in that constant place of gratitude so mm-hmm. I know that from now on I'm going to wake up in the morning I'm going to give myself that positive affirmation but I'm also going to give myself an affirmation of gratitude like I'm thankful for whatever it is mm-hmm. that day whatever it feels like in the morning I woke up my kids my job um, you know the fact that I have the opportunity to make a difference in somebody's life or you know whatever that may be yeah yeah. Um. Th- I think that's. I. I don't think I'm committing to that because after the news that I heard about, you know, my coworkers, um, mm-hmm. it shook. It kind of. Sh- it didn't kind of. It shook everyone to the core. Um. Mm-hmm. I went into work yesterday, mind you. You know, the holidays over, so everybody snaps back. Like you said, that pause in time, it hits play, and it's like fast forwarding now. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's holiday season now. Yeah. So, um when I went into work, like the air was just so thick in there um, because everybody felt, everybody felt that like that heart heaviness that like, mm. gosh, how could this be happening? How this, how is this real? And then yeah. I, I, I also thought about, so on Thanksgiving, I talked to my cousin, my cousin Cameron and my cousin Cameron just totaled this card just this month. And I saw it on Snapchat. And it's so weird to me now that I think back. I saw his car totaled on Snapchat. Mm. And I did not call him. Wow. 
I didn't call him. I wasn't like, yo, are you okay? I just saw it and was like, oh, he's snapping about his car being totaled. And how devastating would that have been? Like, um, had he had injuries? Because thank God he was able to walk away. But had injuries or he was um, mortally wounded mm. that I, did, I didn't even, like, give a second thought to it hey what's going on with you like are you okay what happened i didn't hear about it until thanksgiving and this is weeks ago that i think i saw his car on snapchat and he mm. told me um something while we're sitting on the couch and he goes cousin you know what's hella crazy is i ride around without my seatbelt all the time and i was like yeah i know you guys are super I, well i just told him flat out like you're stupid and um he goes yeah like right before i got into my car accident something told me to put my seatbelt on he goes, like, three minutes before I got into a car accident, I put my seatbelt on. And he goes, nice. and I know that my seatbelt saved my life because everything attached to my seatbelt was broken. Yeah. And I I realized, like, you do understand that, like, in another universe, on another platform somewhere, I shouldn't be speaking to you right now on Thanksgiving evening. We should yeah. not be sharing a meal right <clears throat> now. That's interesting. I would love to talk to your cousin about what told them to put their seatbelt on for sure like, i will where did, i will totally reach out to him because it is it like is, what was that feeling like what 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 was it a gut feeling was it like a thought what, what like where did that come from right i like um, stuff i like diving into stuff like that it's it's a uh, it's very real to me somebody or something was looking out for him and mm-hmm. i'm I'm so grateful. And I just thought to him, I thought to myself, like, I should call him more often, not just because he almost could have possibly died in a car, car accident, but like, um, I just, he's my family and I don't, I don't spend enough time calling and checking on my family and just saying, Hey, I was thinking about you. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? Even if it's a quick Snapchat, text message, Instagram message, whatever it is, like just mm-hmm. letting them know, Hey, I'm here. And I, and we talk and we're, I think that we're pretty close in all mm-hmm. regards. I mean, he's the closest age cousin next to his sister to me. And, you know, we could be thick as thieves when we're together. But the fact that like, I didn't even call him. And yeah. usually, I don't know. That's usually it's, someone's first response, right? It's, 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 you know, it's hard to make time and they got to do the, it's called uh, the do it now strategy when you have something on your mind or when you have something that needs to be done you do it now you right. just d- write it down call them say i'm sorry express your gratitude right then and there you know however you do it i'm i put my arms in there and said thank you lord for all my blessings that's how i, I just stop and say that <clears throat> but you know it's not you can't do it all the time, every time, he's got to make the time to do it. So don't beat yourself up about not calling and, um, and be, be grateful. I'm definitely know. not. I'm just thinking like, how can I, how can I practice living in that gratitude? How can I practice and being thoughtful when it comes to not just my family, just everybody that I enjoy myself um, to have a connection with? Like how Let's can make I- it a routine. Yeah, for sure. Let's make, let's make it a routine. Daily affirmations, daily gratitude list. I hear a lot of people uh, talk about it uh, on podcasts and 
other platforms, uh, just writing a gratitude list, whether it's three things that you're extremely grateful for, you know, something new, something new too. You could write the three, same three things down every day, which is not a bad thing. It's good right. practice, but, you know, trying to reach for new things because there's so much to be grateful for. We can always let the negatives overwhelm us and uh, manifest themselves greater than what we're what's positive in our life or what is what is going well you know we tend to not really focus on that as much because there's so much negativity floating around out there and it's easily attached it's easily attached to people who don't have a strong enough mindset to kind of to dismantle themselves from that like no, nope, mm-hmm. that doesn't belong over here. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. could be over somewhere else, but it doesn't belong to me. Um, Whew, I mean, like the right now, <laughs> let, let's do a grat. Let's do a gratitude. Let's do a gratitude list right now. Three oh, yeah. things. Three things that I'm most thankful for right now. I definitely say mm, my sister and my mother. They're sleeping right now and I went in there to grab a charger before we got on this podcast and just looking at them and knowing that they're warm knowing that they're blood in their body and air in their lungs and I'm able to give them a kiss I'm thankful for that I'm thankful for the opportunity that I have with this fellowship it's it's really um it's really huge. It's really huge for me. I, I don't even think it's set in yet. I told my mom, I told my girlfriend yesterday, but it hasn't really set in with me. So I'm thankful for that opportunity. And I'm thankful for the new year to come. You know, 2019 is still here as another month, but I'm thankful to to hit the ground running before the new year starts. Like I'm I'm in attack mode. And I'm thankful for that positive mindset that I have right now, this momentum that I have in my life. I am so grateful for it. <clears throat> and I'm, yeah, I'm grateful for my life. I heard that. That was super powerful. Um, three things that I'm grateful for. Uh, definitely, I'm, I'm with the whole mindset that I have right now. Um, mm. I think about myself six ago, a year ago who I was, how I felt, how my brain worked at that time. And um, for myself, I feel like I've made strides that like um, I'm such a stronger person. I have a better perception of how my world works and who I am. Um, mm. And I'm going to give that to my children. I, I want so badly for my children to be warriors of wherever they come from. I want them mm. to... Um, I want them to take everything that is good that I can give them and put it to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I obviously am so grateful for my children. I know that a lot of people that may be listening, they know I'm always <laughs> joking about my children um, because <laughs> they get on my nerves and I'm okay with saying that they get on my nerves. Um, but, that's what children do. <laughs> right. That's what they were designed for. Um mm. But I, I love them so much. Like I tell people all the time, like, I cannot wait for you to go to your grandma's house. But as soon as they get there and then I have to leave them, I know I come home and I'm like, God, I miss my best friends. 
Mm-hmm. I need them in my life. Like I, mm-hmm. it, the house is too quiet. Nobody is trying mm-hmm. to pick my nose. So like, I am so grateful um, for the opportunity to raise them and, and just be, they make me a better person from the moment yeah. that Ollie was born. Like I realized that I had to step up my game and it took me a long time to step up my game. And it, and I'm constantly doing that. I'm constantly climbing the staircase to being better. Oh, but right. if they're not motivation, I don't know what is. So I'm right. very grateful for them. And <clears throat> I think uh, I'm just, I'm grateful for the opportunity, Justin, to share this with you. There you go. I was just going <laughs> to say that. Damn, I'm like, I, I'm all, I'm like, I'm oh, about to cry. Go, like, go, baby, go. I'm so Let it grateful out. for the opportunity to share this with you because you I I don't know if you read over the post but like I really meant that like it was there was something oh, missing man. and um you were always there and mm. plugging you into plugging you into my world plugging you into the podcast like <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna look forward to Saturday mornings at the Ash Crack of Dawn every every Saturday <laughs> if this is what it's gonna look like for us or you know, moving the schedules around, uh, whatever it looks like. Like I look forward to it. It's it's almost uh, therapeutic and cathartic for me to just talk to you, and then for other yeah. people to listen to our conversation. You know, like mm-hmm. I know I say this is for the listeners, but half the time I don't know if y'all notice I let Justin talk a lot. I don't talk over him because I <laughs> I need that. I need that. So I really appreciate you, and I'm so grateful for our relationship. I appreciate that, Jackie, because I feel the same. I really do. This couldn't have come at a better time in my life. And I think that's that has a lot to say about the timing of life. And, and we were always here, and just now is the time, and it's working out perfectly. And I am very, very grateful for that. This is exactly what I've been searching for for a minute. And thank you. <laughs> um, so I'd like to say to the listeners, you guys, mm-hmm. um, that this is your challenge for the week. Um, take some time to practice living in gratitude. Um, mm-hmm. whether that is verbally writing it down, use the do it now method. Cause I know that I am going to, um, and mm-hmm. you need to call somebody and tell them like, Hey, we haven't talked in a while. Uh, we don't talk at all. I just need to let you know the impact that you've had on my life. I'm grateful for you. Um, It can literally change. This is reeling back into every moment is an opportunity for your life or someone else's life to change. And you could literally change someone's life with your gratitude. It's free. Um, It's uncomplicated. You just say how you feel, um, which if you didn't listen to Thanksgiving's podcast, go back and listen to it because it makes you vulnerable. Um, Mm -hmm. But that is your challenge for the week. I challenge you, send in your photos if you guys write it down or text messages or just share it um, on our story. I'll make it available for you guys to be able to share um, how you expressed your gratitude or how you're living in gratitude right now. We appreciate you so much. Mm -hmm. Um, Justin, you got anything for the people? Yeah, drop, drop your gratitude list in the comments. If you are looking at the post and it's like, oh, man, this sounds great. I should do a gratitude list. Just do it right then and there. Do the do it now method. Drop it in the comments. And there's your gratitude list. And it's there for us and for all of us to learn from. And you guys get back to 
your life, you know, be humble and be grateful for everything that's manifested this year in your life and spread that outwards to everyone else who deserves it. Even the person at the gas station when you're pumping your gas, a, a smile is, is very impactful and it doesn't take a lot, but just flexing a few face muscles um, and you're great, you're beautiful, and you're worthy to go and chase your dreams, whatever they are, whatever you see for yourself, your vision that you have for 2020, it's all doable, and you're worthy to go and get it. Ooh, say it again. <laughs> we love you. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we'll see you guys next week on Monday. Bye.